Okay. And also, we, we tested this cool load latency thing. So the stream should be really like... Oh, okay, it's already starting. Yeah, it's got really fast like response time with chat and stuff now, which is really cool. So what's the difference It's that? just is Oh, the only thing, you don't get like 2K streaming or 4K streaming, or you can't do like the rewind thing on the live stream, but that's you know, a little silly anyway. All right, welcome everyone to the podcast. I have to give us just a moment to do some quick sound checks. My name's Over617. Oh, are we going in... <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Are we what... going in order on how it's displayed? We could. No, it doesn't really matter. There's the little green circles anyway. Nitros yeah. is here. Thomas is here. I'm here. Arby's here. Welcome. Yeah, can you guys do a little bit of quick uh, say hi just so I can hear your voices? Hi, Tapping Tapping. Sup? Hello. All right. Can oh, someone there. listen to it? I'm not able to listen yeah, to hello it. Hello there. All right, I'll listen to it. Shut up! <laughs> All right, I'm a bit loud. Okay. Turn me right down. Um, how's the music? Is the music all right? I can't hear your music. Okay, it's probably really quiet then. Oh, actually, it might have right been between songs. Let me turn up just a tiny bit. I can barely even hear right now on my end, so I'm going to pull it up a little bit. If the music gets a little bit loud during your live stream, let us know. I'll turn it back down. Um, anyone, welcome to the first live stream podcast. We've been doing podcasts for a while, but they've always been these kind of, you know, we go and record them in silence. Oh, you know, silence between in us. Silence. Well, silence between ever. There's no like interaction, and then we, we just kind of edit them, in the rooms. put them out there, and then they're kind of done. We thought it'd be oh cool. Oh god, so... they can see when I'm muted. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> or if you deafen or disappear. Uh, so we thought we'd do this one live, so we can kind of interact with fans and people can listen in, and kind of there'll be points where we can say, you know, what did you guys think or something, and you guys kind of let let us know what you liked. So again, we're talking about Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Got lots of things to talk about. Um, I thought it'd be good to kind of open it up with, we'll all talk about some things we liked from the movie, because I know we just kind of have a lot of things we didn't. But let's start on an open, uh, a good positive note, and what did everyone like from Last Jedi? Any any takers? Or nothing. Well, okay, let's move on to what we did. Oh, all right, so yeah, and that's about <laughs> what we liked about the movie, so moving on to what... No, the, um, uh, the hyperspace massacre scene. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, it was really yeah. I love that. Both visually, sound design-wise, that was, that was very impressive. Oh. It's impressive, but did it feel... It, we'll get like, there later. Oh, <laughs> we'll get, we'll there get there. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it visually was very impressive. I like the sound design. Although we had a problem of um, when that happened, like five people in our audience were like, oh, oh. and I was like, oh, come on. It got, <laughs> yeah, really, it got quiet. Completely ruined it. Yeah. It was, it was one of those moments where like the silence made it cool. And all these people were like, oh. Oh, but how, how was everyone's kind of... Cinema experience? Did 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 everyone have like a, a quiet cinema, noisy cinema? Was it packed? Was it? Were there any? I had a quiet. I had a, I had a quiet cinema, but um, whenever there was a joke, you'd hear like a, a couple of chuckles. Yeah, well, la laughter is always. I feel like that's the one I can get by with because mm -hmm. it's funny. And My good. seats were in the far back left corner, so I had a railing <laughs> oh, yeah. blocking part of my view. You had a what blocking? A railing blocking oh, part of wow. my view. That's a, that's a tall like... railing. You're just like laying down on the ground. Yeah. Honestly. yeah, so while we're talking about these, what did you guys in the audio, uh, in the chat, what kind of moments did you like? What scenes did you like? Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll say one thing I really liked was the... Um, I actually almost forgot about this scene. There's a lot in this movie that kind of blinded me from the things I did like. Um, one scene I liked was when Rey went down in like the, the dark side area. And she had that weird like oh. vision thing of her repeating images. I thought that was a really interesting way of kind of depicting kind of the dark side of the force or just the force in general because for me the force has always been like oh you know being able to see ahead and backwards in time 
So having mm -hmm. to see like all the instances of the things happening in all these different things, and it was also kind of spooky and dark and eerie. That was a very interesting way of showing off the um, the dark side of the force to me. It was um, a very weird perspective, um, which was good having the the camera kind of look at the ray closest to us, but have yeah. the one furthest yeah. away do the actions first. You'd hear so it was like you you kind of see what happened, but you didn't until it mm -hmm. actually reaches like the front. The voice like. They've always done the thing in like weird, eerie scenes where they have the voice will be like, you have to concentrate, concentrate, concentrate. But this time it actually worked because it was like her saying like, I have to know, I have to know. And like the voice would come up. I thought that was really cool. Although I completely forgot about that scene later. <laughs> oh. Um, we'll get to thing, some uh, other things, Professor I'd, T. I'd liked like was, well, probably what all of us liked was, um, uh, although the bit before it did kind of take me out of it a little bit, but when Luke was doing her his first training session and he was explaining the force and oh, right. like mm -hmm. the night the day yeah the, the cold and stuff life the and cold death. and stuff um the scene before it was kind of funny i did laugh at that bit mm -hmm. but looking back it's like did, did it really need that yeah um but i i, I the, the, the whole you know the prequels had the midichlorians mm -hmm. yeah. which no, I don't think anybody really liked. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Thomas. But no. midichlorians are legit. Midichlorians, <laughs> midichlorians. I mean, they make sense. Yeah. It it just kind of takes the the, the fun mystery yeah. out of the force. Yeah, there's more cool I, I like how Ray like was trying to ask what is the force, and Luke just like gave her like a little stare, it's like I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> I remember that. I'm not gonna tell you the midichlorians. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Your midichlorian count is off the chart. <laughs> Ray, you have so many midichlorians. Um, I can see them. Oh my god. Gotta get a Naboo ship to find the midichlorian one other thing I, one, of the, one of the parts that kind of most had me immersed, I think, was the whole Ray and Ren kind of connecting through the Force. Mm -hmm. Those scenes were always really interesting because they're, they're, you know, they're so far apart, but we got time of them alone where they weren't able to fight each other. They could just kind of communicate. It's really tense. Yeah, and the first time that happened, I love how I love how Ren's kind of freaking out too. He he gets up and he kind of like runs out in the hallways, looking around like, "What the heck?" And he yeah. Just, I was like, "Whoa." Um, and even even then, later Ray is like, "You know, I, I came to this island seeking answers, but I've never felt so alone." And then I thought that was really cool, kind of way of connecting them. They both kind of felt very alone, even though they were surrounded by things that they thought would yeah. have like the answers for them. It was it was a good way to symbolize the kind of the the idea of balance in this movie. Because the whole thing was, you know, that Ray and Kylo Ren. Oh, big spoiler warning! Just in case anyone hasn't seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, it has all the titles. Oh, I okay. it, yeah. But like the whole idea of balance was kind of a key theme, where Ray was the light, and Kylo was the dark, and mm -hmm. you know, eventually they they team up on an important mission to take out. Team up on an important mission. Yeah. Um, but then. It was interesting because like Ray needed Kylo to kind of complete her, and Kylo needed Ray. To... It was it was a very good like story element. I thought the whole Ray Kylo relationship and Kylo Ren I thought was probably one of my favorite characters in this movie. Yeah, was very well yeah. Done. and then Poe. I think Poe Dameron had a lot of good development. And the last even movie... though his development was pretty pointless. Yeah, well we'll get there later as well. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, at least he. He reminded me a lot of like Captain Kirk from the 2009 Star Trek, where he was someone with a lot of like ambition and a little bit of kind of you know jumping the gun and stuff. But in the last movie, we didn't really see much of Poe, 
He just kind of. Well, he was supposed to die in the last movie. Oh, was he? I'm glad he didn't. He was supposed to die in that tie fire. Um, they brought him back at the end of some quick last chat minute. Some people said, um, someone said uh, they liked the connected scene as well. Um, let's see, Professor. Oh wait. Uh, Darth Lux says the fun the scenes in the movie is what he liked. <laughs> yeah, there was some fun stuff. Although some of the fun scenes I thought felt very out of place. <laughs> we'll kind of move on there in a second. Um, does, does anyone else have any kind of things that really stood out positively? For me, it was mainly just like um, the, yeah, the hyperspace thing was cool visually. The the the, the, stuff. the aesthetic of the movie was really cool. Like those that final third act. The the, oh, the the crystal plant? The, the set, the lighting, the composite, oh, all the right. kind of yeah. sand. The red sand was a nice touch. Salt. Salt, not sand. Salt, yes. We don't oh. need sand. It's coarse and rough. It Ronald, gets everywhere. Ronald says he likes how uh, Jar Jar Binks was the Sith Lord. Yeah, I think he was definitely right there. He's a very good Sith Lord. So. I knew he'd be think, back. I think Ronald just lives in the past. He needs to, uh, you know, think about the future now. Jar Jar Binks. Has he actually watched it yet? I think so, yeah. Okay. Because we were talking about it in the call at one point. Um, they should have done the hyperspace thing earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, no one thought that, that, that. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. Ray and Kylo lightsaber fight. That was very cool. Although it was a it little wasn't... weird because A, Ray didn't ever really have any training and she could fight them all on. And then B, I was also thinking, why were these guys even fighting them after Snoke just got killed? They should be like, oh, well, our leader's dead. I'm not going to get my life killed killing you guys for nothing anymore. Well, I, I imagine, which is weird though, because then Kylo Ren took the role of supreme leader. So why didn't yeah. they just follow Kylo? Yeah, but he, yeah, just, he just should have been like, them. <laughs> now he wants them to follow him. He should have enforced like his authority, like you know, I'm the supreme leader. I also thought follow me. They would have used the force a little more in the fight itself. Like I just, just even just like you know, push or pull someone or something. They only really yeah. use it at one point to throw the lightsaber, which was a cool. I like, think I like how they, that may. I think they may have avoided that to try and not emulate kind of the prequels there's a lot of force in the prequels yeah. in terms of fighting i don't think this new trilogy has had any of that yet other than false friends or snoke like picking her up and flying her around and sliding her across the floor on ropes or leia using force force yeah Mary but, 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 but not in a fight oh, yeah. superman cameo oh my god superman yeah the, the, the on-off thing in lightsaber that was that was funny it was just like Psst. Oh, I've never yeah. really seen him oh. do that before. But, and then it's like, I, oh, and then I, I camera pulls it. aside. I get it, no choice. That's a great shotgun. Mm -hmm. is a great shotgun. Projects himself. Um. Okay, well, that was. <laughs> those were the major things that we thought were oh, kind of I, cool. I, probably, I, hmm? I, I liked the, um, the, the whole Luke scene at the end. I liked a lot of it up until <laughs> yeah. you realized what it was. Yeah. Like, it I, was yeah. really freaking cool. I was like, finally. Luke's here, he's dressed up, he's shaved his beard, he's back. He's walking Almost out like, against the huge robot. He's put on weight, he's coming out. He's gonna use he's, the force. He's pulling out the bag of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> thought like, that was that was really happen. tense. It's like all these AT ATs standing there. Kylo Ren walking out and Luke's just there all by himself. You think you got him? I was like, please cut to a shot. With him just deflecting all this stuff using the force, like really friggin' OP. I mean, that would have been more, um, yeah, kind of less immersion breaking and kind of. <laughs> I think I would have been happy with that. That would have just been fun nonsense. Yeah. It would have been a little silly, but at least yeah, it would have been awesome and it would have been cool. And he, and he was like the last Jedi, and he's been training for how many years since then? 
It would have made yeah. sense that he could have done something rather. rather okay, so yeah, so moving on to the things. Oh then, wait, oh, what? I I kind of liked, in in terms of like technically, I think it was a really well acted movie. I yeah, think that's true. given what they had, I think Luke and Kylo probably yeah, two of them. the best like acted characters. Even the new weird guy with what he they did a good had. Good job on his weird character. The kind of the, the codebreaker guy. Oh yeah. The, the character was dumb. He was like a famous <laughs> but, person, wasn't he? But yeah, he, was, he did the thing well. I, I liked when he was like putting in the chip. He was like, all right, blippity blappity bloop. Just put it in like... <laughs> I was he, expecting he, that to be Lando. As soon as they said, Codebreaker, he's yeah. he's he's, he's off what, in this um, casino. I was like, that's Lando. That's what he's got Angry Joe was saying. But I'm kind of glad they didn't do something like that, though. Because then it would just feel yeah. like there's not really anyone else in the universe. I'm glad yeah, I would have just killed him, too. So I'm yeah, glad it wasn't him. He's probably dead somewhere. I don't know. I have Lando doesn't come in. Yeah, or if he does, it's just get kind of very to the side or something. It's yeah. in their best interest to stay away or they'll die. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah, he was in the outer rim. He was one of the people they are called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he didn't like, come. Hell no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Han's dead. I'm not coming. That's not what happened to Akbar. <laughs> He's <laughs> watching the live stream. They're like streaming it in the pubs out in the outer rim. They mm -hmm. <laughs> watch. Oh, Akbar's dead. Oh. <laughs> I, he didn't really have a justified death. Yeah, that was silly. Speaking of Akbar's death, what are the things we don't like? Oh, right. Well, the first thing I'll point out was that the movie itself, I would say, was probably one of, like, the most mixed of any of the movies. You know, the prequels were kind Even of dry and lifeless, but it was consistently dry and lifeless. Whereas it was this, consistently good. Whereas this one was uh -uh. just, okay. like... You would get these scenes that felt like a completely different director, completely different writer. It felt like the movie was written in one way. Scenes were added, scenes were moved around, scenes were rewritten, scenes were filmed, scenes were rewritten again, and more scenes were filmed again. That's kind of what I felt the whole movie felt According like. According to uh, the people who worked on it and by the scenes, they only had one script. They never did any rewrites or anything. It just wrote it and that was it. So that may have been the issue. It did not have any editing. It did not have any. Yeah. Well, well, okay. They could have written the script in one way, but then still move things around and edit. Well, yeah. Um, according to Ryan Johnson, um, he had a very good shoot. Like there wasn't any problems, and he just had a very smooth run. So I imagine the um, the script that they had. This is all speculation, but because he, he he wrote the script. Just, just him. He wrote and directed. This is his whole thing. Um, imagine he took the script, did the whole thing, and then didn't really make too many adjustments on set. I, I, I probably think the opposite, which is where, on paper, maybe it sounds good, but then they just filmed it, and then it just didn't work in when it actually came to filming it. Well, I just feel like there was all these things that were kind of like started or not finished. Or like, like, they're like, oh, there's an X-Wing in the water. Oh, maybe he'll use that to fly back to the place. Oh, he did. He flew back to the place. Oh, wait, no, he's a ghost. They didn't use it. Oh, well, at least he, he died. Oh, no, he survived. Oh, wait, no, he did die. And then, like, the whole the lightsaber thing with the whole... The blue lightsaber got blown up. Uh, Ray and Ren split the lightsaber oh, in no. half. The blue lightsaber is destroyed. And then about five minutes later, um, Luke comes out using the blue lightsaber. And to me, that just seemed like a, a mistake. It seems like they forgot that they just broke yeah. it in half. They added the yeah. scene. About Kylo them. was the one who destroyed yeah, it. Kylo with just, Ray. Yes. They How just, did he not go? Hold on. 
That's the lightsaber from earlier. Yeah. That I just to be showed. honest, you Fake. don't see, you don't see the actual like you don't see it destroyed until like right at the end of the movie. No, you saw so I'm like, up. okay, maybe he could, maybe he Cracked took it. There's that shot of it. You could see it splitting down the middle, and it, it, it turned blew up. Yellow. It blew up. Yeah. The explosion. That carbon crystal went boom. Yeah, it seems like it. It very much seems like they they were like, oh, let's go back and add that scene in there. We're gonna have it blow up or something, and oh, let's go back forward. And and then the whole like the casino thing, that all felt way off to the side. Didn't affect well, the story. Well, we, we can we can get into that a lot. Yeah, apparently yeah. Had a lot of free time. Well, um, I mean that's kind of where we're This was now. a this this movie was about I think it was the, the uh, longest movie. It, it was a, it was about 15 minutes longer than The Force Awakens, but it felt much longer. Yeah. I, I really felt this movie just wasn't ending. Yeah, but yeah I was I felt that as well. I, I sat in there thinking I don't want it to end because I feel I haven't got enough out of it yet. Yeah. Like, okay. Do some more stuff. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I kept waiting for good moments and then it just kept breaking me out of it by just that's because it's essentially just one long car chase. All, yeah. all these big moments that... I, I said this to Arby and Dan, um, that it was kind of just short of being a really, really good film. But there were just so many little things that kind of took you out of it, took you away yeah, from the moment. Immersion breaking is one of the terms I would use. It, it was uh, a very Marvel film. Mm-hmm. I, which I, I don't, which very I don't I'm not surprised <laughs> yeah. because Marvel's working for Disney, so why not do Star Wars the same way? Yeah, yeah. It seems like Disney. It definitely felt very Disney-fied. Disney kind of had their approach, like, okay, how can we make this you know, have mass appeal? How can we make it like let's put a lot of humor in it, people can laugh about it, and they'll think it's a good movie. Let's make the universe relatable by having no aliens whatsoever. Yeah. I would. <laughs> I feel like the, the that casino was so human. Was like, <laughs> the movie itself had a lot of bad story writing there was a lot of just plot holes unfinished story arcs things that didn't make sense things that we were like why didn't that happen or why did that happen which is weird because it felt like two movies in one yeah it felt so like think they would have empire and return of the jedi mm-hmm. lump yeah, it into yeah, one it was, uh, people were like mess. oh well you know you want a different you got different well we got different but no, we, we also got like the same we got like the exact same scene from when you know Luke and Darth Vader and the Emperor are together, it was literally like shot by shot. Okay, you got the red guards, you got the Emperor sitting in the chair. Even pulls Luke to the side to go look out the mirror thing in the window. Looks out. Oh, your rebel fleet's being destroyed. Hey, here's my magnifying lightsaber on his armrest. Yep, the lightsaber. And it's, it was like apprentice betrays him master. Pulling the lightsaber. Or she pulls the lightsaber with the force. That's what I was trying to say to you the other day when I was like, I, I the whole idea of Luke and Ray, you know kind of teaming up but not teaming up because then they go their separate ways it was cool but the whole way that it mirrored darth vader's kind of turn in a way where he picked up the emperor and chucked him off when he turned the lightsaber which by the way no way no way would snoke not yeah. be able to see there's a friggin lightsaber turning right next old to rusty saber turning on a metal chair yeah there, there was a really good line that wasn't uh, this is kind of hard to explain there was a line where i thought he's gonna say and i can see well, yeah, the yeah, like, was turning the and saber he turns the saber or, yeah there's a line where, like and he turns the lightsaber to strike or something yeah i thought yeah. snook was gonna like turn on uh kylo's lightsaber and kill kylo as he did that isaac's uh, i was gonna be like a full what twist. we thought on snook's death itself 
Uh, I liked it. I didn't like the snow me, globe. I feel like I would have liked it if we had gotten more time to expand on Snoke first. Um, mm, people yeah. people of the original trilogy, or pe sorry, people who are really into this trilogy are defending it by, oh, well, the Emperor only had one short scene in you know one movie and then died before being expanded on. But at least the That's Emperor... because he was iconic. We knew... Oh, he but was he's the Emperor. iconic because he had the prequels. He had, build it. But even before the prequels, we knew, like, okay, yeah. this is the Emperor of the entire, you know, Empire. He's, you know, the person who is the master to Vader, and it had been that way for a long time. So it made sense that the Emperor had all these you know, Sith powers. But then we thought, okay, he was like some of the last Sith and whatever, and they all, you know, died off or whatever. And then and in this that time, guy some other guy in. shows up out of nowhere, somehow gets, or, you know, corrupts the son of Han Solo, somehow, which is, still hasn't been shown, and then becomes super, super duper powerful. Arguably, people were saying, oh, he's going to be more powerful than the Emperor, and he's like a kyber crystal Please, ring man. and oh, that black kyber crystal yeah. ring was really interesting i wanted I didn't, to see I didn't know that existed that. until we were watching that angry joe thing yeah yeah so then this character who was really interesting not developed and then killed that's what annoyed me um it worked for the emperor because it was the finale anyway and it made sense that it was you know it was the emperor but here it was a character that needed more time to be developed i didn't you know feel anything when like oh wow cool they got snoke yeah i was just kind of like oh well i didn't get to learn about him yet Although I did think it was kind of cool that like, oh, you know, they're moving the story along. It wasn't expected. I didn't think he was going to die this movie, that's for sure. So Maybe the yeah. whole idea of Snoke was to kind of mirror the Emperor and then flip the script a bit yeah. and be like, oh, here's the Emperor. He's going to he's gonna kind of turn Kylo. And then by the end of this ninth movie, God, nine movies, oh my God, he's going to, you know, Kylo's going to turn and kill Snoke. But instead, they tried to pull a fast one on you and just kill yeah. him quickly. Which, okay, appreciate the 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 shock factor, but do that to a character we kind of know yeah. a bit more about. I, I imagine there's a lot of extended lore to him. Mm -hmm. I bet there's um, a comic somewhere. Make, yeah, yeah you know, like, there's a comic soon. for Phasma. Gotta buy Battlefront 3 to learn more about Snoke. It's, it's the, the whole, <laughs> you were saying the other day, it's the whole kind of Destiny thing all over the game where you get kind of the bare minimum in the film or the game. And then, if you want to go and learn more, you can. But you gotta but, go make this effort and find it. Out. And then, being Disney, of course, it's like they, they took the kind of Marvel, like, oh, it's all connected and you got all these different forms of ways you can learn about it. So, like, yeah, they'll sell don't a game. Don't do that with kind of those yeah. kind of characters. Yeah. You look at the original trilogy, all the characters had kind of their own story arts and they were all finished. You, you knew the characters, you understood it, it's very simple. But then if you wanted to go and learn more about their other adventures or their other backstory or anything else, you could. But yeah. don't take that out of the movie. They could have like even shown t a tiny glimpse of of Snoke um, corrupting Kylo in the flashbacks. It could have just been yeah. one shot, and that would have been absolutely fine. Yeah, or like a few really... shots. But well, no. Someone also brought up a really good point that <clears throat> people were saying that one of the whole reasons that would have made sense for Snoke to have gotten Ren in the first place was that oh he he knew that Ren wanted to be Darth Vader. So Snoke was trying to become like the Emperor figure to him and be like, oh, you know, I'll be your Emperor if you be my Vader. And, that sounds but, so but, romantic. Well, <laughs> I was playing. I'll be your Emperor. But we well, that, was, that would have kind of been the allure because in the first movie, you know, that was what Kylo Ren really wanted to be. He was like, I want to be the Vader. And then this mm. movie, though, we see Snoke is just like, oh, take off that mask. Stop trying to be Vader. So then that kind of threw that idea out the window, mm -hmm. which is kind of where I feel this whole, I feel these, J.J. Abrams set something up and Ryan Johnson, I don't want to use this. I'm going to go make my own thing. 
It's like it really Ryan Johnson saw the criticisms for Force Awakens and was like, all right, I'm just going to listen to all I'll the criticisms. He, and he like, killed yeah. off, what, two? People don't like Snoke? He killed you off a bunch gone. of JJ characters and then made a few of his own that survived. So, you know, yeah. did, he added... Didn't you say, Thomas, that... Oh, wait, was it... Oh, no, Dan, um, after Infinity said that JJ pitched the Episode Nine script, like, on the, on the, like, the premiere, the red carpet of... Um, the Last Jedi. Oh yeah. So, but y y you would think that this trilogy would have like a beginning, middle, and end all planned out yeah. like from the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, what what I, that's what I was saying. Why, like, why wasn't there like a cohesive writer? Just mm -hmm. one person wrote the entire thing. Yeah, at least that... we, we we found out recently that the original writer for Empire and Return of the Jedi was helping JJ on The Force Awakens. Yeah, Lawrence Kasdan. But he yeah. didn't get any credit on this one. So no. And uh, you you can see it. Mm -hmm. It, it feels... Okay, it is different. Yeah, well done. You made a different film, but it's inconsistent. Yeah, that's what I was saying about in, the whole... In, in a trilogy, at least the prequels are consistently bad. You know? Mm -hmm. Whereas this, you went from The Force Awakens, which, yes, it was kind of a new hope again, but the new stories they were trying to t tell and set up were really well done. Yeah. They added it's it's like you characters. had the familiar setting, but they started off with new new characters, new stories. Then you go into the next movie that's kind of not so familiar but then expand on those stories not have finn go off and have a weird very very forced oh romance that didn't work like no why make him a romantic interest that was just bad. they um, had a whole t planet's time to build a relationship if they really wanted to go down that route and there was just no bonding at all it was yeah. just I, I, I did like the idea of having you know showing that okay you know the first order are bad. Look, they're selling weapons, but hey, they're also selling weapons to the to yeah. the resistance. You that know, was good. Perspective. It's it's a very good kind of real world theme, where people with money, you know, war's a big money maker. So you know, there's bad on both sides. They're still selling weapons to the good guys, quote unquote, and the bad. I didn't like how they use the term "good guys" and "bad guys" and stuff. That that, that seemed like it hand them <laughs> down, but um... well, I I I think. Finn saying it worked because Finn, yeah, for Finn, Finn but the other it, dude, the, the he's, he's very guy, kind like, of give it to the good guys too. Oh, um, hold yeah. on, rewinding a little bit. Uh, we kind of there's some interesting topics back up in the chat that have kind of getting pushed up a bit. Uh, when we were talking about Snoke, Darth Lux then asked about um, Phasma. So I thought, oh, about, God. about pointless character deaths, why don't we move on to Phasma? What about Phasma? If she comes back in episode nine, I'm walking She's out. She's not coming back. <laughs> They're getting rid no. of her. She got crushed by a... She got crushed by a fire. Garbage you thing. You Brienne of Tarth, one of, like, the best characters in Game of Thrones, and, and it's just how wasted her. Yeah. Again. She has very, very so wasted. much potential. Yep. Oh, my God. So that this was another character who, you know, was supposedly going to be in Force Awakens, and, you know, she was, but she had, you know, two or three lines. So we were hoping, you know, okay, maybe they had to get through all the other stuff, didn't have time for that movie. They'll get to her this movie. We'll start seeing more about her in this movie. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're, we're she was winning throughout Phasma, the whole... <laughs> Phasma is Boba Fett 2, which I can see that. They, they kind way, of went for the way. whole minimalistic thing. Like, Boba Fett really didn't have that much development. He was yeah. just different but that's probably why people like to be well, at least he did cool. capture her. i was just about to say yeah at least he had a pretty big impact on the story he kind of he was a bounty hunter who tracked him down he followed him he found him he 
he then like you know got hand frozen in carbonite because of that. It mm-hmm. was like a big impact for him. Phasma, everything Phasma did was either like you know she destroyed Starkiller base. That and then yeah, she, she got, lowered the ship. How did she fell hand? into the trash compactor? Somehow survived that. Survived Somehow got out of base after it blew up. Okay, oh, and then only going to die now. She was winning throughout that entire fight and got hit once and died. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, did, did you notice hit. in that fight that when Finn fell off, the platform conveniently raised back oh, up yep. so that yeah. Finn could get another hit on him and slash yeah. a hole in and her And he face. could pose dramatically. Yeah, and he could say a cheesy one-liner. Line that, oh, come Which on. is weird, because Finn was probably my favorite character in The Force Awakens. He was such an interesting kind of twist, like... A first order stormtrooper. We've never seen the story follow like just one stormtrooper. Yeah. You, you could argue the clones in the Clone Wars, but apparently she's blamed on a stormtrooper. Yeah, let's gonna talk about the while we're talking about Phasma. We could kind of combine Phasma, Finn, and the whole kind of Finn's arc in the story. Um, one thing I would like to say was that one, yeah, kind of related to what you said about Finn. One reason I thought Finn was very, very interesting is because he, yes, he was like a, he was a bad guy and kind of turned good, and we got to see things from his point of view. But it wasn't just as generic as, oh, I'm good now. Now I want to go kill all the Empire and I'm, I'm a great hero. In The Force yes. Awakens, he was written with lots of flaws. He was written as someone, he wasn't really that great at anything, you know. He wasn't a really good pilot. He wasn't a good suitor. And then when he turned, he didn't just instantly, oh yeah, you know, like in the Battlefront 2, the story apparently was that, you know, there's that Imperial commando lady, whatever, then she turns good and suddenly starts helping everyone right away. Yep. Which was really kind of generic and didn't make any sense. Well, to be honest, Finn did start just killing stormtroopers immediately but what happened though but, so that kind but of... at the same time well he was more out of fear because then remember when they were at maz's place he was like i don't want to help the rebels you know the rebels like you guys yeah. are all dead there's the first the first orders out there and he's gonna get us all so he was actually we saw him more of someone who was you know a more realistic character he was scared of the first order and then you know yeah it, it he was, was, he was, was like i, I, I want to get away from them as, as far yeah. away as i can which was very kind of too self-centered yeah it's like look we just need to save ourselves and not think about the big picture but, but then gradually he learned to yeah. kind of think yeah we can take them on they're not as powerful as, as and, and that flaw i think is what made him a more believable character and then we, we yeah see him overcome that when you know ray gets captured he's like right he's running after her and yes he goes to star killer base that was a really cool scene like he was screaming yeah, his head off Right, he's running to trying to help her, and then he goes all the way to Starkiller Base, pretty much just to save Ray. He didn't think he even got there and was like, "I don't know anything about this place. I'm just here for Ray." Uh, so then that that development sanitation. made him really interesting. Yeah, sanitation. So that made him really sanitation. Interesting. Tempest Max. So we'll talk about Han as well. He, he was one of my favorite characters. He probably he's honestly one of I feel like one of the best written characters in all the movies. He was very like. He had a lot to him. He was fun. He was interesting. He had. Well, his I think flaws. I think I think because some. he was so flawed. We get to see a lot of progression. Yeah. Whereas with well. other characters like Ray, she was just kind <laughs> of good at the start, and she doesn't really have much progression. Um, but the whole thing with, so yeah, Finn's story was kind of wasted in this movie. He was just way off to the side. Doing they ended his whole subplot. They ended his whole run- running away from the First Order arc because he like killed Phasma. He like completed his goal. He killed the person who was like training, who trained him. Yeah, well, or did? That's oh, why I thought oh, he was actually like that. They, you think he did? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, did, did Phasma? I don't know. We'll never, we'll never. No, know. I mean they, they poorly did that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I guess they that, almost did it like instantly. It's like, oh wait, yeah, we have this arc we need to finish off in Force Awakens. What Sam, Dan, and I were saying 
was they could have cut cut the entire Rose stuff, all the stuff with the casino, and actually had stuff yep. to, to develop Phasma and Finn. Um, so yeah, moving on. Let's let's finally get to this casino thing. Let's get to Rose. Um, I see Professor uh, T really likes Rose. Um, I am not one fun. of the Rose supporters. I will say as time's gone on, I feel like to me Rose has become the new Jar Jar for me, simply oh because. So that's why I thought she was cool. That's a bit of an exaggeration. Well, here's why. Here's why. an annoying comedic relief. Jar Jar was annoying, annoying. It is annoying. But what I didn't like about Jar Jar kind of most was he took characters you liked, he took story that could have been interesting, and he ruined it. And to me, that's exactly what Rose did. She was someone who took my one of my pretty much my favorite character, Finn, took him on a pointless side quest. That went nowhere, led to nothing, was poorly written. That was the scene that felt most out of place. You know, it's if just didn't one big CG fest of CG her, animals, her CG monsters in the thing. Was Ugh. so forced on you. It was like, oh, she lost her family, so you're gonna feel sorry for her. Oh, but then she falls in love with this character because he's a war hero. Oh wait, the war hero turns out to be a coward, but he's but she still loves him anyway. In just a few hours, then she kisses him. Oh, I love you. And then that the oh. No, I, that I get was like what the they cringe. were going for with her character. It was very much she was kind of the the hopeful kind of resistance person who looked up to these these icons, um, but then realizing that you know they're not really you shouldn't really put them on a pedestal. They're still flawed. They're not as kind of great as you kind of think they are. And she was very much the what I think people are calling her like the spark of like the rebellion. The, the kind of the character that kind of symbolizes the whole kind of resistance um, motive in a way. It's kind of hard to point to words, but that's why she kind of, you know, crashed into him at the end and saved him mm-hmm. and then had that line of like, you know, we shouldn't, you know, fight the people we hate or whatever. We should you know, fight for the ones we love. And let it's everyone so else cheesy die. And let all those, what, let Leia die, let Poe die, let all those people in there die. Oh yeah. When the thing blew up in the background, stupid. I thought they were all dead. I thought they Wait. killed Leia off again. Oh, with the when the whole cannon thing like blew the base up. Yeah, I thought, I was oh, like, that, they were dead. Uh, Rose, you idiot. Nope, but then the the, the thing <laughs> well, just put a tiny <laughs> hole in the Here's wall. what I think could have been done to make Rose a little more. Well, first of all, Rose shouldn't have even come on the side quest. Okay, she knows how to break into the thing on the Star Destroyer. That doesn't mean she needs to come with them to go find a codebreaker on a planet. That could have well, been. They, they, they were they were going just... for the whole Finn Rose yeah, relationship, but, but it just. Well, then they would have had to make the extra never... pit stop to pick her back up. They never had any chemistry. It was like well, the Padme Anakin. There's just two characters you know, that were forced onto each other. Which is weird because Finn and the actor for Finn, he's really good, mm-hmm. but he just didn't have anything. I, remember what you said when every time they cut back, it was like, okay, we need to find yeah. the Cobra. Okay, we need to find this Cobra. We need to find the Cobra. Right, right, we need to find this Cobra. Have we found the Cobra? No, we need to find it. Yeah, it was very written for like forgetful sort of attention span people. And you know, insert segue here, that whole arc would have been completely avoided if that stupid Hunger Games lady yeah. oh, would have told it everyone. It wasn't just me who thought that. I thought that too. I was she's like, she looks like someone from Hunger Games. Games. No, she's, like, yeah. um, she's the from... actress from Jurassic Park. She's the um, she's the lady. I saw that her hair and her clothes I thought so too. I thought Games. she looked like someone pulled out of the Hunger Games with all like, yeah. the weird like, <laughs> well. kind of strange feature sci-fi kind of... I thought that too. I'm glad it wasn't just me who thought that. Yeah. I don't know why. That's funny. That. That's what I call her. I guess people. Played. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Continue what you're saying, though. But that whole thing would have been avoided if she just told Poe and the others what what her plan was. Yeah. 
Well, the theory was that I think a lot of people thought was she was the spy. She mm. was the one yeah. who gave them like their coordinates and stuff. She was she was she was the dooming mold. them for failure because it made sense. She was very kind of she wasn't Leia. She was very not nice to Poe. She's very kind of confrontational, saying, "You know, you were demoted recently, weren't you?" She wasn't. Th- yeah, they set her up as a I villain. Even, right away. even the music kind of sounded kind of dark at that point. I was like, "Oh, what? she's she's not helping." There's something to it. And then Poe would have done his mutiny and then they would have rooted her out to be a mole and then he would have been, you know, commended. Um, they didn't even need to if Akbar wasn't killed off screen. Oh, yeah. Oh. <sighs> Rip Akbar. Yeah. What are you waste? We lost a lot of people, including Akbar. Oh, it's a trap, it? Let's move on. Hmm. It was a trap. He died. <laughs> and it was a trap. But All she had to do was tell them. And then it would have been like, oh, all right. Okay, okay. that makes sense. And then put the ship on autopilot and then yep. crash it into the Star Destroyer. Yep. But she Why didn't did she tell anyone. Yeah, she didn't tell anyone at all. No one knew. No, she, she like might have in, told some in different context. She could have been a cool character. Like, this one made her really not likable. Kind of made her very not great for everyone. But I feel like she could have been cool in other situations with the Rebellion. Yeah, you know I mean? She didn't offshoots. seem that bad to me. She'll be a character who shows up in Battlefront 3 in a little campaign mission or something. She worked as a nice contrast to Leia, because Leia was very open and, and, you know, friendly with everybody. Didn't really do the whole chain of command, kind of, you know, you're not important, so I can't talk to you. She was very open with Poe. And honest, and say, you know, you can't just charge into things and just take things head on. You have to think about things. Speaking Um, of Leia... Go back to the purple hair lady. (laughs) The purple hair lady. Not, Not only was, yeah, not only was that whole thing... That whole casino stuff wouldn't have happened, and that all that wouldn't have happened if she just told them the plan, which was fine. But also, yeah, they set her up as like a villain person, and then they tried to make you care for her something at the end, like, oh, I'll be the sacrifice to stay behind. I was we like, don't care. are you supposed to, yeah, like, at this point, I hate you now. I'm glad you're staying behind. But you're they the tried reason. to make everyone's this, like, about to be, Everyone's about scene. to die. Yeah. 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 She could have gone so much farther if they just mm-hmm. wrote her better. It was, it was, maybe it was just, because it was just bad well, writing. The whole point of that scene was to make you like Poe and not her. But then yeah. they made her out to be this hero. And then made like, Poe seem stupid. Maybe uh, if she admitted her failure or something, then that would have worked a bit better. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, she's, she's flawed. Even when held at gunpoint, she's still like, nope, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to tell you my plan. Even though, Why couldn't you tell them plan? the plan? Was it was just a simple resist- plan. Yeah. Just get people on transports and fly hey, out. We have a rebel base nearby. We're going to fly there and quickly get out. <sighs> oh, oh, that sounds good. Okay, uh, thank you for telling me, Commander. Like, I wish I could have liked her character. Yeah, she could have been. I mean, I guess the other reason she didn't tell anyone is because she thought someone else was, like, spying on them. And that's why that they could track them through But hype. that was never in the dialogue. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was I never in the dialogue. That's, it's all just speculation. Yeah, yeah, never brought up once. A lot of this movie is, like, what we think might have, could have happened, or should have, or would have, but mm-hmm. didn't. But, the, but even then, that doesn't make sense, because Poe was the one who freaking took out all those guns at the, on the freaking Dreadnought at the beginning. Yeah. And was very keen to, like, yeah, we need to go out and kill them. Why he would did he also... spy? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Yeah, wait, someone mentioned Leia's magic. Uh, Leia's Poppins Superman. That I did not like took that. me out. If, I, they, if they had killed Leia off like that, I would have actually been fine with it. I would have too, yeah. And just show like, her a shot kind of cold in space and just kind of drifting. Mm-hmm. Very. Maybe her, maybe she just disappears and like you, you only see her cloak there. That would have been cool. Oh, like she or, or she kind of so. just show yeah. that shot and then she kind of fades away and the cloak kind of you know flops down and kind of floats away or in space. 
she had so many ways to like leave she could have been the one who sent the ship into hyperspace well she could oh, have yeah, died yeah, in the bridge yeah she could have been other than i think that would have been kind of disappointing if she, well, if she stayed I, I, I imagine they had plans for her for nine before she passed away mm -hmm. yeah so they had all these scenes filmed it's not like they could refilm <laughs> such short short notice before the yeah. movie's release. Yeah. Just, just... Leia just being absent from episode 9 is just it's, they, whatever they do is just not going to be. Well I imagine it's they'll take start you out with some sort of funeral-ish thing. It yeah. could be a big time pass in the next one so it, this one picked up right with the last later. one. 20 years later. Ray's now old. R2 um, Darth That's looks as are the Knights of Ren Snoke's guards. No, no they're no. not. That's another. The, the that would have ruined all random guards. The Knights of Ren are not in this film. Nowhere to be mentioned. So Nowhere dumb. to be found. Something JJ set up that Ryan threw out the window again. Um, but according to speculation, that's something that will happen in Episode Nine. Well, well again, we'll speculation. We'll spe if it doesn't, though, then they're the replacements to those guards. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Back in the later thing, though. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird because visually it was just really weird. It didn't she, look good. It looked like, like worse than any so. of the. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a weird. The angle CG was shot. kind of bad. She, yeah, she, the CG was worse than like, except for like the hallway first, scenes in episode two. She was, was like the worst visual effects. She was engulfed in flames and debris. She was sucked yep. into the vacuum Dead. of space, frozen Dead. over. Dead. But then somehow uses the force to pull herself back in. So Open if, the door. if she's that powerful, people, why didn't people any of the other Jedi it? do that in Order Sixty Six? People were defending. And she it had like, no training. Oh, she had like a force bubble around her. If she was that powerful. Why not just like turn the missile away with the force and make it miss the bridge altogether? Why not just jump out into space and like just block everything? It's kind of the same issue with Rey. I, I don't think we've had any training with Leia. Imagine if Leia just said a few words, you know, I, you know, over the years, Luke has, you know, taught yeah. me a few things or something better said than that. But cool. she just kind of had the, this. That was just. A convenient plot, but like, oh, she has the force, doesn't she? Oh yeah, she can just float over. That's mm -hmm. fine. I can. She was the balance to Snoke. I can oh, forgive Ray's like. Leia pulls out a saber, goes into Snoke's rooms. Oh my god. <laughs> she just flies over to it. <laughs> she she's in that same the window. You know that meme going you know around fair, ages ago where it had the um. Ah, oh, the shooting star meme. Oh yeah, yeah. You could just have Leia. Leia <laughs> you guys blew up the Starkiller base. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, then people also have another really good point that they're just another random little kind of plot hole thing. Was that when she comes back and you know she just, she just knocks on the door? Hey guys, I'm back. They open up the door, which is oh, yeah, connected to a depressurized room, down. and nothing happens. There's no shield door. There's no. Thing. It's just they open up a door into the vacuum of space and she just comes walking in. Mm. And that, that was she another thing. That's just... the... no. I actually, I actually <laughs> couldn't remember that scene. I thought the scene <laughs> cut when she put her hand on the glass. I thought that was when the uh, scene cut. Apparently, like, you guys got a little bit more. Oh, so I, I don't... UK cut was Okay, different. well, even if they didn't show yeah. it, it still must have happened at one point. They got to get in at some point. Yeah. If they, Well, if they just had, like, a ray shield. They, they'd done that in Stars yeah, before. There's just a shield, a shield there. Didn't. So now it's just, it'll always be speculation, and we'll never know. But Stupid. Hold on a minute, we're smarter than this. I'll talk about all these other things, like, what was the point of having um, Poe, uh, not Poe, sorry, have Finn injured in the end of the last movie, only to wake up immediately, and then be totally fine? 
He, he got a lightsaber to the Leia's, back. Yeah. Wait, no. Leia's so selfish. She could have been like, I got this. Fly the ship in hyperspace and just fly out again. She or to, she oh, should have flown oh, over see to, the, to the fleet. Use the force to fly over to the fleet. Oh, yeah. And just go yeah. accelerate so much. Then she flies oh, through she the frigate. The and then it cuts to that shot of the frigate like <laughs> splitting in half. Oh, someone's got to beep that. <laughs> oh, he's so good. <laughs> yeah, there's a, the whole it, it is interesting to have Leia kind of touch on the Force a little bit because yeah. she is a child of Darth Vader, so she does have yeah. a very subtle kind of Force I always, ability because she could always kind of sense Luke. Yeah. I mean, the in the expanded universe, you... she became a Jedi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really like that. I'd like <laughs> I, I like her as that kind of different kind of Force user. Well, it's, it's also kind of depressing yeah, if you compare. I, I kind of wish you didn't use the levitation because I like the more yeah the, the sensing the kind of you can kind of speak and stuff or you can see yeah. things. But yeah, having the pulling yourself in when she was frozen in space that was that was much. Um, Professor Professor T also earlier mentioned he's kind of mentioning it again. Raised parents. That's a topic we haven't talked about yet. Oh, I didn't. I I I hope they didn't spend too long on that. I really didn't think that mattered. Hmm? I, I I agree with the whole like anyone. Like the whole point they were trying to make is that anyone yeah. can be like uber powerful. It didn't well, of have to course. be a damn but Skywalker. Then, but then why does Rey have yeah. an expert knowledge of how of ships, everything. the inner working of ships? There's work, a, which, that there's a lot because she's been around a lot of star destroyers on on the on Jakku. I mean, she, she does say the in the Force Awakens that she's flown ships before. She says that in the Force Awakens. Why did she yeah. bloody fly away from Jakku? Yeah, yeah, she and she also say says I've never left the planet before. Well, here's why. Here's my take. So she's an that. expert pilot. She's an expert um, engineer. Because we've already had the whole already an expert lightsaber user without with actually practicing with a lightsaber. You know, at the end of the Force Awakens, she. I really liked that fight with Kylo Ren at the end of the Force Awakens. She had no idea what mm -hmm. she was doing. She, people yeah. didn't like that scene because it was very. Oh, there was the choreography was bad. Well, yeah, of course it was. Ray had no knowledge of how to use his lightsaber. So she was just slashing in rage. Yeah, and it's like then big, it's like using it as like a club. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, whining. and then immediately in the in the Last Jedi, she's like practicing, swinging around, really friggin' controlled. And we have to remember that that this movie was literally immediately following the last movie. I mean, she has used a staff for so, like all of her life. Well, yeah, to, but then then Force Awakens, she was slashing like mad, and, and then, then immediately knows how to use a two sword. hours. Yeah, this whole movie. It's about in 16 hours after, you know, a total of 16. This movie ends about, what, 16, 20 hours after the last movie ended. So in all that time, all that extra stuff happened. She developed that much. Well, the 16, 20 hours. She's been standing there holding yeah. the lightsaber out for 20 hours. No, because Ray definitely, definitely spent at least two days on island. Because it was nighttime but then twice. the ship was going for only 16 hours. They only had 16 hours of fuel. I, I think the uh, timing was a bit weird. So I think all the, all the Ray, I think all the Ray stuff happened before any of the First Order stuff oh, happened. She and flew the, away in the base, stuff. and then the base literally got attacked. Like the ships came in, like right then they were leaving the base. Yeah, that was that was. A, it it yeah, couldn't because... have been that much different. It, it was pretty much a right where last one left off moment. Mm -hmm. um, they only had. Saying, you're saying they were standing there, waving away, waving the Falcon away, and then like the First Order ship comes straight away. Like, oh God. Pretty much. I mean, I mean didn't, didn't they go inside and start grabbing their stuff? Like, oh, we got down here now. They know where we are. Uh, that's what I assume. Yeah. I, I took the impression of because it even said that in the opening crawl, it's like all right now that they, the race was revealed, they're all evacuating. Mm -hmm. So I, I assumed they, it took place right after. They, for some reason, they could see the frigate out in space, which has obviously got more people on. 
probably got l- the general layer on it. <laughs> yeah. But they decide to point the autocannon at the, at the base, empty base that's not in. which has just pe- like two people escaping. <sighs> yeah. And then they're like, okay, we have to reload. How about you fire your first shot at the fleet? Yep. They Wait, nuke it. Uh, they nuke it Rogue One style. Even the whole fleet seeing the field thing, I didn't, we haven't even mentioned that. That was a whole other thing that, to me, that just felt like an extended Star Wars Rebels episode. Oh, the episode. whole rebellion against the rebellion the, thing? No, the, the, the 16 entire episode. hours of fuel, the entire, uh, entire yeah. Snoke's fleet, none of them could catch up to them. They couldn't send any TIE fighters out to start attacking the thing. They, they couldn't call in other fleets to come in from yeah, different intercept angles. Them. They couldn't jump out, jump back in. You know, they had so many people at the end of... Force Awakens, and then half of them just vanish, and they're down to like three yeah, ships. That's I, it. Yeah, I don't know. Where are all the commanders from Force Awakens when they were discussing the, the oh yeah, Star Killer? Oh yeah, that... what happened to all them? Did they just keel well, over? I think and they were on, on those ships because they would have evacuated that base and they would have been on that ship, I guess. So yeah, but that's the entire resistance, the, the entire galaxy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And that's the entire First Order. Mm-hmm. Could they not say, oh yeah, come in? Hey, we need another Star Destroyer to come in from How about one of the ships just go into light speed and then come out in front of them? But exactly. Did they not think of that genius? Light speed out, light speed back in in front. Call in reinforcements, send in TIE fighters. And or how about, instead of sending Kylo Ren and two TIE fighters, how about you send, like, everything? every single TIE fighter? Because yeah. bombers, clearly they bombers. can take out... You know, they took out the bridge. With three TIE fighters, yeah. So what could yeah. they have done How about you to send 50? Yeah. I, I take out the behind the writing in this We movie. killed Akbar and General Leia in just one bombing run. Let's go again. See how many. See how many other people. There we were get. there were too many things like this for the movie for me to really like it. It was there was too many of these. Just it was just poor writing. It was just it was written as if it was like a Rebels episode where it's just like oh let's have yeah. a, let's have an interesting little situation or scenario. We won't really think about it. it. Won't really make that much sense. But whatever, it'll be fun. That's kind of what I got out of the whole movie. The whole movie had that kind of just. Why they do that? Why didn't they do this? This didn't make any sense. This was think missing. about that as a as a as a general scope for a film. Mm-hmm. This film was literally a super slow chase that no one caught up for a good like two hours yeah. <laughs> of just two ships drifting, firing this thing on the shields, which wasn't doing anything apparently. Sure, the shields. They had a death like, mini Death Star laser on the ship that they didn't want to just. I was thinking that out at the frigate. <laughs> I saw that in a cinema, and I'm like, it's another Death Star, but it's a ship. Oh, wait, what? I thought that was like another Death Star weapon. There was I thought th- they just min- miniaturized Starkiller Base. Oh. And like, put it in that little stupid... ...cannon. Huh. So, oh, it's another OP weapon they're gonna have to trench run to kill. Mm-hmm. We've been, we've been... ...debating over, like, how... That whole tracking through light speed thing even works. Yeah, or... Because it's not clear at all, like... Because you pointing out the end of Rogue One and then the start of A New Hope, yeah. you know, Dr. Darth Vader the ship, ship. ship hops away and then they track them and then they meet up again at, right at the start of New Hope. Yeah. But oh, then, that's right. So they had the light speed trackers. This, 